overview how much funding you need to start a successful sustainable fashion brand and how you can get that funding in this episode. Welcome to Recloseted Radio. This is the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing clothing brand, or making a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted. Each week, I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. To kick things off, I wanted to let you know that I am hosting a free launch masterclass. This is going to be one hour of jam-packed value straight from me. And I'm going to be sharing three of our secret strategies. First of all, I'm going to be sharing our proven process to design high quality, beautiful products, even if you don't have a fashion background and how you can do that. My second secret strategy we are going to be sharing is my tried and true system to source sustainable materials and manufacturers even if you don't have industry connections. And then last but not least, I'm going to be sharing our exact roadmap to build a community of engaged customers ready to buy from you so that you make at minimum $20,000 when you launch. You do not want to miss out. I am not sharing these secret strategies anywhere else. We've been giving a ton of value on our new YouTube channel and also on this podcast, but we're going to dive deep in this masterclass just because I think it's a good place to do so because I'm going to have slides and it'll just be easier for me to explain it to you. And make sure you attend live because I'm going to be giving away five consulting intensives, which are valued at $6.98 and you don't want to miss out. So make sure you register. You can do so at recloseted.com slash masterclass. The link is also in the show notes and make sure you check the date and the time. The time will automatically be converted for your time zone and then just make sure on the day you show up at least five minutes in advance just because I anticipate it's going to fill up and once we're full we are full. So make sure you sign up. The link again is recallsit.com slash masterclass. Now let's dive into funding. So with how much it's going to cost and how much you need to invest to start a sustainable fashion brand, I find that people tend to beat around the bush and no one really wants to give a straight answer. But I am more than happy to break it down for you because I think it's really important to know what you're getting yourself into. And I really don't want any of you to have sticker shock and think that it's only going to cost, I don't know, like a thousand dollars. And then all of a sudden you're spending like tens of thousands of dollars because that's a really big difference. And so what I am going to say though is that the costs can vary depending on how many products you're making, depending on the complexity of the designs and all those different things like there's obviously intricacies, but I'm going to take a more generalized approach and kind of tell you what we typically advise our clients to do. And then just know that there is nuance for your particular situation, because again, like you could be making more products, you could be making less, you can be making simpler or more complex things. So take this all with a grain of salt, but I hope that it is helpful for you in really determining if you want to be able to start now. And even if you don't have the funding, like I'm going to talk about how we can get that funding, but it is really important for you to know your numbers and just know what you're getting yourself into. In order to break down how much funding and investment you need, there are four categories and I'm going to walk you through these four categories. 
The first category are your business setup costs. So these are costs to set up your business and this can include lawyer costs because you want a lawyer to do your terms and conditions, your privacy policy, essentially your contract you're entering into with your customers. And typically that's around like 1.5 to 2K. And I really want you to go out and do free consultations. Most lawyers do offer those so that you can find the best lawyer for you. And then additionally, you're going to work with a lawyer to incorporate your business. And essentially what that means is then you and your business are two separate entities in the eyes of the law. So like you are your own person and then your business is its own person. So if you do get sued, knock on wood, the person can only go after your business and not like all of your personal assets and savings as well. And also from a tax perspective, that might be better for you if you have a nine to five job or something like that, because you're going to be taxed at the corporation tax rate for your business. So everyone's situation is different, but just talk to a lawyer, talk to an accountant, see what they would advise. And if you are going to be incorporating your business and doing all that stuff, typically that's another 1.5 to 2k. But again, do the free consult, get quotes and really try to find someone that you really passionate working with and the other thing as well is that I'm going to say at the end after I overview all these costs when you have to pay for things because I always say you can be strategic about when you pay for things I'm not telling you to fork over 1.5 to 2k times two like right now you can be strategic about when you spend this money because you technically don't need this until you actually launch So just be mindful, like you can start to save up for things, but it is really important to know what you're getting into so that you then know what you're saving up for, how much you need to save and all that stuff. Another business setup costs are your accounting costs, and this is typically incurred after your first year of business. So again, you're not going to have to fork over this cash right from the get go. It's when tax season rolls around and you just want to make sure that all that's kosher, obviously. And in the meantime, though, you can invest in a bookkeeping software so that you can record all your revenue and your expenses and everything looks good there. And we personally always recommend to our clients to use QuickBooks. And we do have a link for you in the show notes so that you can get 50% off your first six months. And with QuickBooks, there is a receipt phone app as well. So you can just take a picture of your receipt and it'll populate for you, which is amazing. I've seen a lot of slow fashion founders try to DIY this and use spreadsheets and all that stuff, but it just gets so messy. And come tax season, you are going to be so happy you invested in something like QuickBooks because everything will just be organized and your tax accountant can just go in and like look at everything. So highly recommend you invest in something like QuickBooks. And again, we have a link down below for you as well. So those are just some setup costs. And then the second category is your production costs. So these typically are the highest costs for a new slow fashion brand. And these encompass your design costs. So how much it costs you to design like your pattern, do your tech pack, do grading, all that stuff. And then also your material costs. So you physically buying the materials for your garments. And then last but not least, your manufacturing costs. So how much it actually costs to sew and put together your pieces. And all of this will vary depending on how many products you're producing, the quantities you're producing, and also the complexity but roughly we would say for our clients we always recommend they create one to two products for their first launch collection just to keep things simple and just to really make sure they focus on those products and knock it out of the park so that would typically i would say be around like 20k but again like that can really range depending on the complexity and the quantity you're making so i would just make sure you're prepared and you're ready to really invest that kind of money and like i mentioned i'm not telling you to fork over 20k right 
now. You can prepare, save up for it. And I'm going to talk about how you can fund later on in this episode as well. But just so you know, like roughly we're looking at about 20K. And again, it could be higher or lower depending on the quantities and the complexity of the garment. The third category of costs are your marketing costs. These also can fluctuate and you can spend as much or as little as you want. But the must have here is definitely your website because that is essentially the digital storefront for your brand. So we always tell our clients to use Shopify because that's just the easiest and you do not need to invest in a custom built website. That's not necessary from the get go. You can just get a Shopify theme. They're like 300 to max, I'd say $500 and you can just customize it and DIY it. I'm actually going to have Tiff, who is one of the co-instructors for our Launch Your Brand program on the podcast, and she's going to talk all about branding and website development. So make sure you submit any questions you have on our Instagram. You can just DM us at Recloseted, but I'll have Tiff talk about the website and all that stuff. But I generally recommend you obviously need to invest in a website and a nice theme. And then when it comes to advertising and working with influencers, this is the piece where you can just invest as much or as little as you want or if you're able to. And again, this doesn't have to happen until closer to launch. So it's something that you can save up for as well. And then the last category are your development costs. These are important because it's essentially learning and development that you are investing in for your business and for you as a founder. You want to make sure that you invest in your business so that you can take your business to new heights and not be the bottleneck that's keeping your business back. So this could look like investing in working with us, for example, a mindset coach, whatever you think you need to really get to that next level and successfully launch. And if you add all of this together, this is roughly going to be around like 30 to 40K. And again, it can be as high or as low as you want it to be. There's complexity and nuance in this, but I just want you to know what you're getting into. And again, it's not going to cost like $300 to start a product-based business. You are going to have to invest. That being said, I don't want you to freak out. I'm not telling you to fork over 30 to 40 grand right now. You can save up for it. And also, if you don't have that kind of money, I'm going to now talk about how you can get it so that you can be successful. So there's two funding mechanisms we recommend to our clients. I know there's a lot of different funding ways and I've talked about some of them before on the podcast, but over the years, I've just seen the most success when our clients implement these two. And in particular, the two funding mechanisms are self-funding and pre-sales. And if you want, you can just leverage one, but I've seen it be the most powerful when you leverage both. And essentially, self-funding is what it sounds like. You yourself are going to be funding your business either through savings and or supplemental income. Supplemental income can look like a nine to five job. It can look like freelance or contract work, but essentially you're going to be self-funding your brand. And then pre-sales are what it sounds like as well. You're going to sell in advance. So people will be able to buy from your website. And I always recommend to our clients to do pre-sales on their own website so that they can build their brand and they don't lose 5% off the top to like a crowdfunding site like Kickstarter or Indiegogo. And so those are the two I recommend. And if you are interested in how to execute self-funding and pre-sales, I did a really in-depth YouTube video on this and I also broke down the cost. So if you're more of a visual person, check out the YouTube video. It's going to be linked in the show notes for you. And then you can watch me walk through it if that's more your jam. But if you like the podcast format, I'm going to break it down for you now as well. With self-funding, it's really important to have boundaries around how much of your savings you're going to invest. 
I still want you to have enough for a rainy day fund just in case emergencies happen because they do. So just make sure you know exactly what percentage of your savings you are comfortable investing in your brand. And then the remaining pieces of it, you're going to go out and try to earn either through your nine to five job or freelance or contract work. If you remember the four categories that I previously outlined for your costs, which were your setup costs, your production costs, marketing costs, and development costs. Well, for your setup and your marketing and your development costs, I generally recommend to our clients to self-fund those pieces because those are things you typically need to have done before you launch. And then with your production costs, which end up probably being half, if not more of the costs, you're then going to leverage pre-sales to fund it. And with self-funding too, look at it as a loan you're giving your business because for our clients, we always try to get them to break even, which means making back their costs and then be profitable ASAP. So it really is just a short-term loan that you're investing in your business. And if you do it properly, you will be successful and be able to launch and make a minimum of 20K. I am going to be talking about that in the masterclass, so make sure you sign up. But with all that being said, just look at self-funding as a short-term loan you're giving your business. And again, if you don't invest in your business and you don't believe in yourself, who will, right? So it's just a short-term loan. And then with the pre-sales, we're essentially going to have customers prepay you before they get their inventory. And we're going to execute this on your website. I cannot stress this enough because if you use a crowdfunding site like Kickstarter or Indiegogo, if you think about it, when people purchase things on those sites, they typically say that, yeah, you know, like I bought this new sweater from a brand off of Indiegogo and Kickstarter, but they never say the brand name. So it doesn't build your brand. And then these sites take 5% off the top, like I mentioned. And for slow fashion brands, your margins are already so important and 5% doesn't necessarily sound like that much, but in the grand scheme of things, it is quite a bit. So we want to make sure it's done on your website. And in terms of how you're going to execute pre-sales, you're essentially going to go through a four phase process, which I always call is our launch method, but you're going to start with building buzz and creating your marketing well in advance so that you build that community you're selling to. Next, you're going to launch, but you're not just going to launch over a one day period. You're going to launch for two to three weeks. So that means throughout the entire two to three weeks, you're going to talk about your products. You're going to plug it. You're going to, you know, promote it so that people know about it. And then you're going to close your cart and you're going to fulfill. So fulfillment's the third stage. And this is great because you can rack up all the orders and you can go to your production and your mills and be like, okay, I need enough for 50 shirts. Versus if you had your pre-sales open all the time, you'd be getting one-off orders all the time. And that's just a nightmare to deal with. So make sure you collect all those orders over that two to three week period. And then from a marketing perspective too, it creates a lot of urgency. So anyone that was about to buy, they're not about to procrastinate because they know that they can only buy during these two to three week periods. And so they'll remember they'll buy, which is great from a conversion perspective. And then fulfillment, it's great as well. And then once you fulfill and all those orders have been taken care of, if you want, you can open it back up again. But before you do that, you just want to make sure you go back to marketing and building your community because you always want to have new customers to sell to. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I know that a lot of people tend not to talk about how much it's going to cost, but that's against my philosophy because it does cost money to be successful. And this is not just $300, like we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. So I want you to go into this with your eyes wide open. And also, if you don't have that kind of money, don't worry because there's ways you can be smart about it. In my YouTube video that I'm going to link down below, I also talk about being smart about when you pay for things, keeping things simple, like that can also really help. And then like I outlined 
I always recommend turn clients to self-fund and do pre-sales. The reason why I don't recommend like a bank loan is because of interest rates. And then also it takes a lot of time. And I find that people put a lot of pressure on themselves because they're borrowing money. And then in regards to grants, those are essentially free scholarships, if you will, for your brand. And grants are great, but it's so time consuming to apply for them and you're not guaranteed a grant. And so if there's one you know that you're probably going to get, then I would spend the time to do it. But honestly, there's not a lot out there and I think there's a lot of competition. So just take that with what you will. And then when it comes to like investment and getting like VC funding, that kind of stuff, like I, that just takes so much work. And a lot of the times their time horizons are not the same as yours, meaning that they want to return in like three years and maybe you're not going to be able to get a return until like five years. And so you feel pressured that way too. So it is really important to really think carefully about how you're getting funding. And so that's why I always recommend to our clients to rely on yourself and to rely on your customers. Those are the best two forms of funding. And if you're smart and you do this properly, you can be profitable pretty much from the gate, if not break even and cover your costs. And that's always what we recommend to our clients as well. And I just never want to see slow fashion founders in a situation where they are really, really stressed out about their funding and their money. And that's starting to infringe on the types of products they can release and the type of brand they're going to run. So please think carefully about this. If you have any questions, feel free to DM us at Recloseted. Also make sure you sign up for the masterclass. I am going to be doing a Q&A at the end of the masterclass as well. So if you, have, if you have any questions around funding, feel free to bring it to the masterclass. Happy to talk about it there as well. So make sure you snag your spot at the masterclass. We're already pretty much 80% at capacity. So highly recommend you jump on it so that you get your spot. The link to do so is again, recallsit.com slash masterclass. And in the meantime, before our masterclass starts, we have an amazing launch method ebook as well that has exercises and details, everything I've talked about and more. So if you haven't already downloaded that ebook, you can do so at recallsit.com slash launch. And it's also going to be linked in the show notes for you. And then last but not least, we have all the resources, but search up Recloseted Consulting on YouTube. I'll link our YouTube channel down below. But if you're more of a visual person and you want me to like walk you through it visually and you want to see all the special effects that our amazing video editor Bianca did, then make sure you subscribe to our Recloseted Consulting YouTube channel if you haven't already and give us some love. You can like the video, comment. We would love to see it. So yeah, those are some of the resources. We really want to make sure we support slow fashion founders as much as possible. So make sure you take advantage and I am really excited to see you at my upcoming masterclass. And that concludes this episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag us at Recloseted. Make sure you subscribe to our Recloseted radio podcast on your preferred podcast platform so that new episodes are automatically downloaded and you don't miss any of our free resources. Lastly, don't forget to rate our podcast five stars and leave us a positive review. That really helps us and continues to allow us to provide this podcast for free. Together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.